This morning's reading is taken from Mark chapter 4, reading verses 35 to 41. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. (coughs) There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up and uh, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Quind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> Thanks, Anne. Uh, well, get, well done for making it this morning. And uh, I, this reading is somewhat appropriate, isn't it, for the, the weather of the last few days? Yeah, like really stormy. Um, which brings me to a, a question. I wonder if you've ever been in a storm. Well, uh, I, wanted, I wanted to share with you an experience I've had personally of being in a storm. And it was a while ago, but in, in fact, it was when I was at university. And a friend and I decided we were going to go fishing for the day. And it was January and... You know, it was winter and we decided that we were going to go fishing um, in the Lake District and specifically in a lake called Wastwater. Now, Wastwater is the deepest lake in England, I understand, and it's on the west side of the Lake District and running right alongside it is this huge mountain and it's quite a sort of bit of a bleak and barren place it's away from you Windermere's and you know the more popular tourist places anyway we went there we fished for the day and do you know what we we never had a bite we never even saw a fish and it, it got to half past three and the weather was you know it was a bit um it was a bit blustery it was a bit rainy it was a bit chilly um and we, we were sort of just getting to the point where we were thinking, oh, I think we'll call it a day. Um, and suddenly this weird thing happened. So all the water just became still, really calm. And then we, the wind stopped as well. And we became aware of this, this sky, like had this orange glow to it. And it, it was really quite beautiful. Um, and everything just went quiet and it, it was really quite strange and then suddenly from absolutely nowhere this huge gust of wind just come flying across the lake hit the water and just showered water everywhere I've never seen anything like it and that was followed by this constant gust that came along 
And I looked at my friend. Um, I think there was an understanding between us. And we said, yeah, it's, it's time for us to go here. So we hurriedly, we, we packed up all the fishing gear. We threw it in the back of the car. And we said, definitely, it's time to make our way home. So we started making our way home. Now, <clears throat> I don't know if you're familiar with that um, part of the lakes, but it's characterized by lots of um, fairly small and narrow country lanes. And the, the country lanes have these high hedgerows, so you can't always see where you're going. And by this time, it was sort of getting early evening, and these dark, menacing clouds had started to come in, and it was blowing a hooli, and it was lashing down with rain. And it was pitch black, because there were no street lights. And this was well in the days before sat-nav and mobile phones. And, um, well, basically, we were lost. And we found ourselves driving around, and we just hadn't got a clue where we were going. And there was a certain point when we, we drove down the road, and we, we were approaching a bend, and we could see that the road was going downhill. And suddenly this car was coming to us in the opposite direction. And as I looked through the windscreen wipers, um, I thought, has that fella just flashed me? And I thought, no, it's just because his car's driving uphill and, you know, his, his lights are... Anyway, we drove around the bend and then suddenly, bedlam, all this stuff started hitting the car. And we're like, whoa, what's this? And after a few seconds, I realised that this large tree had fallen and the top part of the tree was right across the road and it was a large mature tree and we were driving through the branches quite literally and it gave us a right scare. Anyway, fortunately, we were okay and we continued to drive. Uh, after another 100 metres or so, there was another tree and that was down as well and we had to drive round that one. And you know what, we were just actually getting to a place where we really felt quite uncomfortable. It felt like sort of things were getting out of control a bit. Um, we carried on driving and we noticed there was a bridge up ahead. But the bridge had this river cascading over it. And it was completely in flood. And I said to my friend, I said, you know what? I said, there's no way am I driving through that river. We had no idea how deep it was, and it was absolutely spating through. So I turned the car around, headed back in the opposite direction, and we came to this uh, junction, and I remember we turned right, drove a couple of miles, and there we saw this road sign that I've never been so glad to see in my life and it said motorway m6 and we carried on following that road and eventually we came to the lit up junction that led us onto the motorway and we drove home unscathed you may say shaken but unscathed 
Um, and I'll never forget that experience. Um, <laughs> of course, in our reading today, it's all about a storm. And the disciples, they're out on the Sea of Galilee and they're in this fairly small boat with Jesus. Now, I, I did a little bit of research about the Sea of Galilee and it turns out that the Sea of Galilee is 207 meters below sea level. And a bit like Wastwater, it's surrounded with hills and some mountains. And apparently, um, geographically, the winds quite often come belting over the hills. And as they ha hit the water, they create these really powerful squalls. Uh, and very often they can come up, um, they're very unpredictable. So the disciples are in this boat with Jesus and the squall comes up. Now the disciples, the seasoned professional fishermen, they are used to being on the Sea of Galilee. And so when they start to get really quite anxious about this storm, you know that this is something quite significant. And the Bible, the reading itself, actually says that the waves began to um, flow over the side of the boat and their conversation between them the disciples were concerned that the boat was going to be swamped and sink and it would be a certainty that they would drown so you can imagine that conversation going on in the boat can't you and then just at the side of them in the stern there's Jesus and he's asleep and eventually one of, the, one of them goes and wakes him up and says, Lord, Lord, do you not care that we're going to drown here? And of course, Jesus stands up. And he faces the storm. And he just says, be quiet, be still. And we know that the storm immediately ceases and calm ensues. And, you know, I, let's just get in that boat for a minute, shall we? Just imagine you're one of the disciples and you've got this storm raging around you. And Jesus stands up and he just says, calm be quiet and it just stops and one of the disciples says who is this man that even the wind and the waves obey him and I guess if, if ever there was a miracle that demonstrates the deity of God that demonstrates that Jesus is truly the Son of God, the creator of the world, the creator of life itself, then it is this one. I wonder if, like the disciples, we sometimes limit God and maybe our expectations of God can be quite small. 
I was thinking about that first question that Jesus asked the disciples. He said, why are you afraid? And the answer would probably be that they were afraid because a bit like us in the Lake District, it felt that things were really getting out of control. And this was creating real fear and anxiety amongst them. So in this situation, the storm was something external that they just had no control over. I mean, sure, they could have a go at applying the sailing craft and the sailing skills they'd learned. But, you know, that opportunity, I guess, was becoming more and more limited in the situation they were in as the storm raged. I think that very often the storms that we fear in our lives can occur because of external circumstances. So things that can happen to us that we can't control. And particularly this can cause us to have great anxiety and fear. But you know, Jesus cried out to the disciples, didn't he? He said, where is your faith? Meaning, have faith in me. And you know, when everything and everyone around us seems chaotic and out of control, Jesus says, call on me, come to me, for I am gentle and lowly. And we walk that journey with you, lean on me and know my love and my peace. Let my light shine on your life. Let my light shine in your heart. You know, at the moment, there are some storm clouds gathering above our community here in Clubmore. Our community is ranked by the government as being in the bottom 10% for social deprivation in our country. And poverty is a significant part of that factor. And linked to poverty are many other social issues, unemployment, addiction, um, domestic abuse, to name but a few. We know that over the next few weeks, the energy bills of the average household are set to rise by £700 a year. Petrol prices have risen by 23% over the last few weeks. And with inflation running high, interest rates on mortgages have gone up. And along with rental tariffs and, of course, food prices in the supermarkets. And then the government have just announced an increase in our national insurance payments. So all of this will put households on low incomes, especially under huge pressure. And it will feel like they are in a storm. You know what we were saying before about external pressures that come into our lives. And if ever there was a time when people in our community need to hear the message of hope that we have in Jesus, it is now. 
in a world that is full of anxiety and fear. People need to hear and see the light of Jesus. And we as a church need to be a beacon of hope and a place of sanctuary. You may say a safe harbor from the storms of life. And I wonder what that may mean for us individually. How may God be asking you to serve him? You know, these needs are all around us, just outside the doors. And we have a message of hope. How may we serve him? But also, you know, sometimes storms can be within us. I wonder if you have experienced a storm recently. Maybe you feel like you're in a storm now and it's filled you with anxiety or fear or uncertainty. And maybe like the disciples, you may just feel, well, Jesus doesn't care. You know, he's lying in the boat. He doesn't care. And it may be that You've tried to deal with that yourself and you just feel overwhelmed or tired or weary. Wanted to encourage you this morning with two pieces of scripture. And the first one encourages us to trust him and acknowledge him. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will make your paths straight. And the second passage is from Paul's letter to the Romans. And he reminds us of God's absolute and unconditional love for us. When he says this, I'm convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, no matter what that is, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. If there's something that you've been struggling with that has been ruining your peace, that has been harming your relationship with God in some way, then I would love to pray with you. Um, If you would like to receive prayer after this service, I'd be more than happy to pray with you. So as we think about the storms that we sometimes face and the storms that our community may face, Let us remember that Jesus journeys with us. He doesn't leave us alone. And he calls us to have faith in him because he loves us. May God bless you and grant you his peace. And may his Holy Spirit fill you and go before you. Amen.